Hello everybody, this is Dietmar Richnick, Professor for Entrepreneurship at the University of St. Gallen. You are listening to the podcast series on entrepreneurial living, seven steps to entrepreneurial happiness, how you start your entrepreneurial career. Podcast number six, chapter five. Third move, think in goals portfolios. Goals are gregarious animals. With your pre-existing inventory of strengths and means, you can now work on your goals. Think once more about the scope of this game strategy in the entrepreneurial game. You are confronted with a situation of the highest uncertainty. After all, you would like to put something new, your USB, out into the world. This new thing should give a known problem P of many people a new solution S and provide the consumers with a specific value proposition, VP. The means inventory you have identified gives you security since you can build on your existing strengths and shape the uncertain future accordingly. This is a trick with the entrepreneurial method applied by experienced entrepreneurs. Superpreneurs do not try to predict the future but seek to create the future in which the known problem must be solved in a new way. Since you are the first to offer this new solution to customers, the uncertainty loses its terror. The entrepreneur is in the driving seat and heated towards the future, which he, she will enrich with his, her solution to the problem. But this does not happen by accident. It is rather dependent on the path which the means of the particular entrepreneur dictate. The entrepreneur develops an idea of a solution to the given problem based on his, her identity, contacts and abilities. Furthermore, the entrepreneur develops an idea of a solution to the given problem based on his, her identity, contacts and abilities. Furthermore, they widen the problem area with further problems that they can solve with their means. In this way, several goals arise out of the means inventory, which can be aspired to as solutions to a problem or to several problems. From the means inventory results a whole goals portfolio. A goal is supplemented, replaced or completed by another goal. But am I not swimming aimlessly in one or the other direction and leaving everything to chance? Successful entrepreneurs often talk of the visions which guided them at the start. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos already declared in the 1990s that he would become the largest online retailer in the world. But when Oliver Sommer, one of the godfathers of the commercial internet in Germany, who helped found Zalando, prophesized that traditional retail would soon disappear. Does this sound crazy or visionary? We don't know. And that is a problem with a vision. We can only know later if it was a vision or an utopian dream. And even then we are subject to the phenomenon known to science as retrospective bias. We are always smarter in hindsight. 
But what about all the other visionaries, the yahoos of the world who have lost the race for market dominance in internet searches against Google? We do not have to first consider the quote from former German Chancellor Helmut Schmidt, who said, those who have visions should see a doctor in order to understand the problem with visions. In advance, we do not know any more with a vision than without one. It gets worse. Goals and visions promise us to make the future available, planable and manageable. One ought to be cautious with many of those able words. Problem? They promise us a security which only exists on the paper, but which does not reduce uncertainty in reality. The decision to solve a problem in a particular way remains as uncertain as it was before. Visions thus serve as rough guidelines, but not as action-guiding signposts that determine where the journey goes. If they become binding targets, they may prevent the journey to India from ending up in America and never allow Christopher Columbus to discover a new continent. Goals may contain entrepreneurial dreams and visions which one has already had as a result of one's interest and preferences. Living your entrepreneurial dream is an essential part of the entrepreneurial game. The dream positive effects for successful entrepreneurs, however, only shows themselves when the dream is derived from one's own identity and when it can be achieved through one's individual abilities and with the support of one's own network. Do not start with vague goals, but with your means, just like experienced entrepreneurs. Only this way, can you start to act with entrepreneurial action, which also promises success, since you are building upon your own means? You also have no reason to wait, since you already have your means, which are only waiting to be developed through entrepreneurial action. Act like superpreneurs. Even Steve Jobs of Apple started out this way. Only when the company is growing do goals help to coordinate and organize communal activity. They help to evaluate and guide activity. But this requires clear market information, which the entrepreneur initially does not have for innovative problem solutions. What good would it do the entrepreneur to bind herself to fixed goals in this uncertain situation and to direct all of her time, means and resources towards this? She would feel a false sense of security and close herself off from rapid changes to their environment. Instead of planning the future, experienced entrepreneurs teach us that goals derived from market research do not help at the beginning when the market does not yet exist and will only be created by them. Think about the market for commercial space travel. The entrepreneurial method thus does not make you act aimlessly, but goals and visions are derived from your means, consciously or unconsciously. Goals are not the starting point, but the results of actions and thus do not hold you back mentally. The former FC Bayern Munich goalkeeper and later global market leader for garden furniture as founder of the firm Dedon, Bobby de Keyser, put it this way once. 
Each path is different. There are no signs, there is no plan and no map. But it is worth going. I was never particularly good at thinking, but I'm good at looking into something. Your means are definitely better fuel for your entrepreneurial journey than your goals, since they push you to act and try things out rather than getting distracted by overthinking. It is not supposed to make you act rashly. Orientating oneself along one's means is rational. After all, you are systematically assembling your means inventory and then choosing the best problem solution as a goal over the course of your entrepreneurial journey. For further goals follow. A goal rarely arrives alone. It is a gregarious animal. Many first-time entrepreneurs turn into passionate serial entrepreneurs once the first customer problem is successfully solved and the spark to act for customers as a successful problem solver jumps over. With this, one of the great myths of entrepreneurship can also be cleared up. Good business ideas do not start in the shower or the pub. They develop over the process of solving customer problems. There are many ideas and only a few ideas are truly new. The decisive question is which ideas will establish themselves as problem solutions for the particular customer. For this, the entrepreneur has to experiment with ideas and especially with the customer who are contributing to the problem solution and ultimately decide which business idea is the best solution. The first idea is rarely the final solution that turns into the offered product. Instead, the first idea often produces the next, which tackles the next customer problem. In the entrepreneurial game, we can thus distinguish the new idea from the value-creating idea and the unique idea from the idea that creates value for the customer. Needless to say, the last move in the entrepreneurial game is worth the most points. The whole thing is very abstract and offers limited help to take the next steps in the entrepreneurial game and to make a choice of which problem solutions to start with. To solve this dilemma, risk research lends us some decisive help. One of the success patterns of entrepreneur is the ability to make quick decisions in complex and new situations. Entrepreneurs develop the ability to use heuristics successfully on the foundation of their experience in the means inventory. With these rules of thumb, they manage to make good decisions when faced with a flood of new information by using their intuition based on their experience. The social and greenpreneur Robin Cornelius sees the head as the worst organ of the human body and uses his gut and intuition as important decision-making aids for his company, Switcher, which offers a collection of sustainable textiles from Switzerland. Calling himself a 54-year-old child, Cornelius says, it is unbelievable what becomes possible when we let ourselves be guided by intuition and empathy. The central heuristic for dealing with complexity, however, which helps you in the entrepreneurial game, is the heuristic of the one good reason. Especially in complex decision-making situations, one should separate oneself from planning dogmas learned in higher education and professional routine. Some examples from our routine. 
When you want to buy a house, you gather a wealth of information to judge the value of the property. But in the end, you will reduce the issue somewhat out of necessity down to a few factors and ultimately you make the decision based on one dominant reason. For example, the precise location of the property. It is similar with negotiations for a new job. Whereas many factors related to the new positions are part of the topic during the first discussion, the candidate reduces the negotiations to three to five essential elements for the next one. Ultimately, he makes his decision on one primary criterion, such as the salary or the possibilities to advance. During the interview, two essential reasons duel for the position and the best candidate. Start with a dominant goal and sort further important goals into temporary storage. Develop your goal portfolio this way. Another example is delivered by Benjamin Franklin, one of the founding fathers of the United States, and the evolutionary scientist Charles Darwin. Benjamin Franklin was asked for advice by his nephew as to whether or not he should marry. He told him to write a long list of criteria and their weighting, just like orthodox decision-making theory dictates, and decide for or against marriage like an accountant based on a balance sheet. Charles Darwin also listened, listed reasons for and against marriage in two columns, but then intuitively decided to marry his cousin. Even if we do not know the real reasons, a sentence Imagine spending the whole day alone in a smoky, dirty London house. Now picture a nice, caring woman on a couch. Suggest a compelling reason for marriage. The fear of being old and alone contrasted with marrying a chosen woman. The Darwins had ten children. And this decision is not only a reason everyone on first impression. But given the extensive amount of information gathered, this gut decision is even rational. How else could such a complex decision to marry or remain single even be taken sensibly? Romantic? No, but seriously. Love can be the dominant reason, but this too is confirmed by the theory of the one good reason. With such decisions, emotions also influence the intuition it is based on. It is not only the head but also the gut which makes a decision. And this makes a decision reasonable and thus rational. Your third move in the entrepreneurial living game. Think in terms of goal portfolios and focus on a problem solution as a dominant goal. The theory of the one good reason may be used for our complex entrepreneur game, as many experienced entrepreneurs demonstrate. First, make a long list for your goal portfolio, stating which solutions for the identified problem you can realize with your previously determined means inventory. Be creative with this and think outside the box. No initial solution is so insane that it is not worth considering. Out of this long list, you will set up a short list with the help of feedback from family, friends and foods. Your actual goals portfolio. Which goal you start with 
will be determined by your intuition when interacting with the first customer which gives you the necessary experience. According to the heuristic of the one good reason, a goal will crystallize as a problem solution which clearly dominates the others and will be realized by you first. The rest of the goal portfolio is not discarded, but serves as a temporary storage for later paths, which you can follow when the opportunity arises. In this way, you are following the paths of experienced entrepreneurs and are safe even in unsafe times, by staying clearly focused on the solution of the first great problem. As always, make your notes for your personal entrepreneurial diary. To learn more, check out the webpage entrepreneurial-living.com. Also connect to my personal webpage grichnik.com, G-R-I-C-H-N-I-K.com. There you can also see the previous versions of this podcast and you can register for the series. Let me finish as always with a great quote. This time from Roman Herzog, former German president and constitutional court judge. Visions are strategies of action. That differentiates them from utopias. A vision requires courage and willingness to make it reality. <music>